3: Well, folks, Antonio T. Smith Jr. is doing it again. He's done it again. Yes, he has. Giving away so much knowledge just to help you succeed. Walk out of the middle class. Become a multimillionaire. He is giving away his book just for you. The name of that book? The Richest Man in the Trash Can. You want to make sure you get this book. Here's why. If you are someone who is tired, frustrated, irritated of the day-to-day schedule of waking up, going to work, going back home, going to sleep just to do it all over again, not being able to spend time with your family, you just got married, you just had kids or you take care of your parents and you're not there to do it, this is the book for you. And guess what, ladies and gentlemen? This book Is free 99. Yes, you heard me. Free 99. Yes. (laughs) All you have for free. Yes. Free 99. All you have to do is just pay shipping and handling. That's it. $9.95 just to get your free book. This book is a life changer. I'm trying to tell you guys. Everything in this book is what Antonio taught myself and Grace that enabled us to retire. Yes, we are retired and we haven't even hit our 40s yet. I'm just saying. I got a few months to go, don't worry about it. Shh, don't nobody need to know that girl. <laughs> you don't look it. That's it. Go get it. Go get it and walk yourself out of the middle class into the life you deserve. Walk yourself into abundance. Abundance is freedom and this book is your journey out. You can plant better. You can dominate.
4: Up, pump it up, pump it up, scream. All right,
1: there we go, there we go. <laughs> All right ladies and gentlemen, we <laughs> are right here. The Bureau of Dominant Speakers. We're getting ready to get regaled by the wonderful Adonia Dixon. Before I tell you about her, just know that she is someone who looks like a keynote slayer right now. As usual, I want to thank all of you for showing up, as always, because there is a ministry in being present, and that we are grateful for that. It makes everything cool. Bill and Susan are getting ready to do some observations, give out some tips as well, and as you well, as of lately, what I've been doing for the last month and a half, I'm not going to say much. They're going to take it away. Ladies and gentlemen, it is my esteemed pleasure. There is one. She has a first name that starts with an A, a last name that starts with a D. It's Adonia Dixon. She's a human resource influencer who assists who assists aspiring and emerging leaders. She has 14 years of experience in HR, has supported, managed, and managed leaders in small private sectors, nonprofit, multi-million dollar, and even Fortune 500 companies. In addition to leadership development, Adonia gets pleasure in inspiring others and planting seeds of hope. She's spoken to youth in juvenile detention centers and the about forgiving themselves and believing that they have what it takes to create an amazing life. Adonia first earned her bachelor's degree in business management from the University of Phoenix and is a Les Brown certified speaker and a Bureau of Dominant Speakers certified speaker. She is the current president of her local Toastmasters club and enjoys learning and growing every day. Her most recent undertakings are obtaining her John Maxwell Certification in August 2019, and as aforementioned, the, uh, being becoming a, a member, a certified member of the Bureau of Dominant Speakers and the ATS Business University. Adonia is currently writing a book about how she overcame life-threatening self-doubt, and will walk through your and walk you through the journey and how you can triumph to Her life. Her whole life purpose is to positively impact, inspire, help, and improve lives of every person she crosses past. Ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, I would love to present to you California's very own president of all of Toastmasters, Adonia Dixit.
2: <laughs> Good evening. Can you guys hear me?
1: loud and clear
2: okay yes no all right fabulous all right so my people good evening imagine what you be or accomplish with a little extra effort where could you go what could you change create or build with a little extra effort. You own a home, buy a new car, find the love of your life. Make money, start a business, write a book. Oxford's Dictionary defines effort as a vigorous, determined attempt or the use of physical or mental effort. Tonight. I would like to invite you on a journey of possibilities. Will you come with me? Cheer. We set goals and even fall prey to New Year's resolutions. However, they say less than twenty-five percent stay committed to their goals in just thirty days. And only 8% actually complete them. Now, my goal tonight is not only to inspire you, but to encourage you that the time is now for you to put a little effort into your extra. My friend invited me to go to a meeting. And that meeting was sponsored by through lymphoma and leukemia, leukemia society. Reluctantly, I attended that meeting. We walked into the room and was immediately addressed with friendly faces and a lot of awful and happy people. We chose to sit in the front row. I was hesitant, not sure why at the meeting. However, meeting did begin, and it began with a video. And that video explained what the organization's goal was, and that was to raise funds to help fight cancer. The video popped up, and there were families being interviewed, families who have lost loved ones, and families who had loved ones that were still suffering through the disease. If that wasn't enough, there were children who had lost their hair, that were sitting through their bodies as they were being treated for cancer. That, ladies and gentlemen, was quite emotional for me. But still, wasn't sure why I was there. then a young lady stood up and said, welcome to the meeting. We are here on a mission to fight cancer. Will you join us? And I'm still asking, what are we joining? We are an organization that fights cancers and what we engage in and sponsor a lot of various activities that helps us fundraise. And we need your help. As a result, I'm now clicking in because I'm thinking there's a pitch going on here. And there was, and that pitch was, we would like to invite you to be a part of one of our races. And you can choose. It could be a swimming, it could be a running, it could be whatever you choose. And I do like to walk. So I thought, well, listen. Ladies and gentlemen, let me tell you before the night was over, I found myself walking out with a packet in my hand for a $1,500 fundraising commitment. Oh, but that's not all. The commitment says I was going to join. In a marathon. Let's get it. Not a runner. The marathon was going to happen and take place in the beautiful city of San Diego, California. My only role at that point was to train for four months and learn how to run this marathon. And I had to make this decision. I could do that. Why did I think I can do that? Well they gave you various options. One of the options was you could join and do a half a marathon. You could do a full marathon. And I thought, hmm, I do like to walk. And when I was a child, way back when, they had fundraisers for the schools and the kids would go knocking on doors for walkathons. And what they would do is they would get sponsors and they would be able to invite them to, to bid on however many miles they can walk whether it be five cents 50 cents or a dollar and that's how the kids when their their and the bottom line is what would happen is for each mile that child walked they get that dollar that that person had sponsored them for so i thought i do walk i'm gonna do a half marathon which by the way is 13.1 mile i'm gonna give it a try worst case is i don't make it the first choice they wanted to put us in teams and the way they decided how the teams is they wanted to find out us to, to run one mile each of us and then they grouped us together so if you ran it in eight minutes you were in the eight minute group nine minutes ten minutes and so forth Though I'm not gonna tell you exactly what group I was in, let's just say it was kind of towards the back. We trained with the groups and what they did is they made the decision that each week there will be seven, several different locations where you can actually train. They trained you how to eat what right, they trained you how to exercise, they trained you how to stretch before and after your run. We ran in a lot of beautiful places, in all kinds of recreational facilities. It was really an exciting moment. Because again, I'm on practice committed to $1,500, $1,500 to run a half a marathon. One of those occasions when we were practicing and we were training, a young lady caught up with me and she said, hey, which event are you participating in? And I said, the San Diego Rock and Roll Marathon. The Rock and Roll Marathon was set up where there were Every stage throughout the, the event, there were a lot of musicians from rock and roll to R&B. And I was like, okay, I could do that, right? I could do that. So I was excited about being able to have that opportunity to go to San Diego. And I told her I was running the half marathon and she glanced over and said, no, San Diego is not a half marathon. It's a fool. And I said, nah, I didn't sign up for a fool. Even though I know they had that option, I signed up for the half marathon she said, no, San Diego Rock and Roll Marathon was a full marathon. A full marathon? My friend, 26.2 miles. And I was like, okay, I'm a drone. I'm not doing that. I'm not a runner. I can't do that. So I got home. I looked at the paperwork and the contract that I signed. And guess what? I was gonna withdraw, but I couldn't. Why couldn't I? I missed the time to withdraw by three days. As a result, I was on the hook for $1,500 regardless if I ran or not. I said, okay, all right, I made the commitment. I'm gonna go ahead and run. I'm not gonna make it 26.2 miles. Again, let's get it straight. I'm not a runner. I continue to run as a practices and stretch. And I was trying to energy. At what point do I think I'm gonna exit? Will I attempt to at least do 13.1 and then stop? I wasn't sure. Didn't quite know, but I knew i was not going to run 26.2 miles. Now, the excitement because we are now on our way to San Diego. And we get there, and we were greeted with the reception. And the reception was a lot of camaraderie and people from all over the world. And then I had a lightbulb moment. This wasn't a walkathon-style marathon. This was a com- competition. This was a real marathon. How do you? How did I know? Because when I got there, I saw people from Canada. I saw people that had Kenya across their shirt, just in case you didn't know kids is an African continent, and they are instrumental and most often will win any type of any type of event that requires them to run and I knew at that point I'm not even going I'm a fake sickness I'm gonna stay my that. These people were running for money for cash and awards and here I am. Signing up for a $1,500 fundraiser requirement. So that night, after all the festivities, I went to sleep. Well, I went to bed. I never went to sleep. Lucky to have gotten two to three hours potentially. And then the alarm rang and it was four o'clock. We were required to get up. Get dressed, get ready, and be out on the grounds by quarter to five. My stomach churned, my heart was palpitating, and again, I'm making my exit strategy because I'm not running a full marathon. We get out there. There's a lot of music playing, people stretching, people doing yoga, and then I thought, okay, I'm still going to start the race. I have no intentions on completing the race. After all, I'm not a runner. The noise started, the clock started ticking, and all of a sudden, bam, it was time to run. We started running. And when I trained, I trained to not only run, but to walk. And what they did is based on the number of minutes we ran, we would run eight minutes, we would walk three, and so on and so forth. I already decided, I'm not even doing that. I'm going to run until I'm tired, I'm going to walk when I'm tired. I'm going to run, and I'm going to walk. I'm going to run, and I'm going to walk. We get out there, you get on the street, we ran past the starting line, and there was millions and millions of people in the streets. They were wearing shirts and cheering. They had pictures of people to their cancers. They were telling us, thank you for supporting Cancer Society. Thank you for being out here. Thank you for running for our loved ones. Then I got a little adrenaline, and so I started running. And I continued to run and I continued to run and I got past mile one. And I said, okay, stop past mile one. Let me see if I can get past three. Now, mind you, I only had three hours of sleep. So I was tired. And I ran a little bit more. Then I walked. And then I ran. And then I walked. And then I ran. And then I started walking a whole whole lot more than I was running. So again, I had no intentions on finishing a 26.2-mile marathon. Hands were playing, and then I got my little groove going again. I learned an exercise, and guess what? I continued running. Then all of a sudden, I saw mile marker three, mile, mile marker four, mile marker five. And I was like, wow, maybe I might even make it to the halfway mark. But I still got to figure out what my exit strategy is. And I continued to run, and I continued to walk, and I continued to run. Then I saw mile eight, seven and eight, nine and then I thought I think I'm gonna get to my 13.1 until uh, I stopped and I looked up and what was in front of me was this big hill there was no way in heck I was running up that hill then I decided what am I gonna do should I just end it here or should I try to go up the hill Meanwhile, people were running past me and people were cheering them and saying, you can do it, you can do it. And I look over and the little girl was, you can do it, Clapping hands, sitting in a stroller. And if this kid is telling me that I could do it, I need to try to do it. So I began slowly walking up the hill. And I started walking. And I started walking. And I started walking. And then all of a sudden, each buckling. My thighs and my hips they were furiously on fire. And I thought, I'm not going to make it. I'm not going to make it. And then I started breathing harder. And I started breathing hard- harder. And I started breathing harder. And I started breathing harder. But I was still managing to get up that hill. I continue walking. I continue walking. I continue walking. Yeah. No, I didn't run. Yeah. No, I'm walking. Yeah, I'm saying it right. I walked and walked and walked. And I got to the top. And man, was I glad I did. Because when I got to the top and that hill started to decline, I was now faced with the beautiful blue Pacific. That gave me a little bit more incentive. I think maybe I'm going to make it to 13.1. So I'm going to get to that halfway mark, and then I'm going to split. I'm going to get out of there. And I did. I got to 10 miles. I got to 11 miles. I got to 12 miles. And just as I was getting to the 13.1 miles, I thought I might be able to do this after all. So what I'm gonna do, I'm gonna list the and I'll make that decision of what my next step was gonna be when I hit that 13 mile marker. And sure enough, I hit the 13 mile marker. Now what am I gonna do? I thought, what am I gonna do? What am I gonna do? And smart me, I made, made the decision, let me go this one more. And then when I made that one more, which got me to number 14, I had an epiphany. One of the rules, of this marathon was pay attention to the clocks that were located at every other mark. And the reason and the importance of that is if you were getting those marks by a certain time frame, the chances of you completing the marathon were zero. And if you weren't unable to complete the marathon, what they did and was going to do is get a van and they were going to start picking people up and putting them in the van at the end of the marathon and said, you're not gonna finish and you were gonna get on the bus. Oh no, I'm not, I'm not getting on nobody's bus. So now what's my dilemma? Am I gonna wait for the bus to come get me or am I gonna walk? Oh, you better, Skippy. I decided I was gonna continue going and I ran. That now became my incentive. I'm not getting on nobody's bus. That's failure. That's, I pumped out. That's, I gave up, I'm not getting on that bus. So what did I do? I go, a little extra adrenaline. I walked past me and I started jogging really slow, really slow. And then I heard some music and got my little hip shaking and I started going a little faster. And I started going a little faster. And I started going a little faster. Then I, a faster. Then I took a walk Then I started running. Then I took a walk Then I started running. And guess what? I got to mile 15, mile 16. I got to mile 17 and I got to mile 18. I was still tired. I was still tired. I was still tired, but I was on track. And I said, what? Is it possible that I actually might get to 26.2 miles? Wasn't sure. I'm getting on that bus. And I kept going. And I kept going. And then 18 and 19 showed up. And then mile 20 showed up. 21 showed up. And then I said, I can't do it. I'm tired. I'm tired again. And I look behind me, but I ain't getting on that bus. I'm not getting on that bus. So I kept going. And I kept going. And I let the music keep calling me forward. and The music called me and the people cheering and pom pom had in their hands kept me going. And I went 22. I went 23. And then when I hit, tour, I was like, oh, I got this. So then I got a little coffee So I started running a little bit more. Then I got a pain in my leg. And so I'm kind of limping a little bit. It was a mess. But I wasn't stopping because I'm not getting on that bus. So what did I do? I kept going and I walked. And then I was able to get a little job back. And I walked and I was able to get a little jog back. At that point, I saw the 25-mile marker. I had 1.2 miles to go, and you know I was going to do it. So I got a little energy, and I ran, and I ran, and I walked, and I ran, and I walked. And then, all of a sudden, I'm back at the park, and as I turned the corner, I saw the finish line. I started running the whole marathon. Now, we ain't going to talk about my time. But I was running, and I was running, and I was running. And guess what? I got across that finish line 26.2 miles. People, mountains are climbed, and dreams are accomplished. Even lives are saved with just a little extra effort. I'd like to share with you my journey with ATS. I made a decision knowing I'm an overwhelmed person. Why am I overwhelmed? Because I jump into everything. I have tons and tons and tons of groups that I've been in. I have bought many people's programs and courses and so on and so forth. And then I get this wonderful invite from ATS. And I'm like, no, I can't do that. And then I'm the Toastmasters uh, president, and it was just too much. Then Sue got on the phone, the boss man Didn't say much other than just try it. Just try it. I'll let you try it. I'll let you try it. You don't need to pay for it. Try it first. Just try it. He gave me a particular specific period of time to try it. And then I thought, but how am I going to do this? How am I going to do this? So I started thinking again, I got to do something different. It's going to require that I do something different. What is that going to possibly be? Well, I had to make a change. So what did I do? A little effort, effort, little extra effort required of me. How am I going to do this? Well, let me just tell you a little bit about how I get up every morning. I wake up at 5.30. I'm out of the house at 7, and I'm barely in the house back at 7. I'm gone 12 hours. I might get five hours of sleep. So what is that, about 18 hours? So what does that give me? Maybe six hours to put all this other stuff in? How am I going to do that? I needed to figure it out. So I thought about what my routine, what could I change in my routine? Well, one of the things is you turn the TV on, and I didn't turn it on because I was watching some crazy you know, crazy stuff. What I was doing is looking for the news of the day and looking for traffic. you are in California, you're going to be in some traffic. That's what I was looking, looking at. And then you get on, you get some crazy political stuff, and you're like, why am I watching this? So my decision was, perhaps, what if when I woke up, what I logged on to ATS and used that preparation time to go to work to actually complete my courses? Then I thought, well, I can't do that. Then I have to pull out my computer and, or my or something of that nature. And then all of a sudden, yes, people, I'm not very technical. I'm technically challenged, okay? I didn't even think about, well, you got a phone. I didn't think I, I don't know, don't, I don't know. Don't ask me. I don't know why. I didn't think I, something told me maybe I could. And I went on the internet and I said, well, if if I had the email, the the link, potentially I can do so. And lo and behold, I was able to log on. So I logged on. And oh my goodness, I thought I could do this. So the first little F, Extra effort that I took was my morning routine totally changed. So when I wake up in the morning now, I'm an ATS University. Now, that's only gonna give me an hour or so. Then I got into my car, ATS University on wheels. Instead of listening to the radio and grooving, they were grooving to, I turned on ATS. I got to work. Now, work is a little challenging for me. So I knew there wasn't going to be a whole lot of time to be able to do it at the ATS ATS University stuff at the job, but every day. I take 30 minutes out of my day to de-stress. And I do that by walking. And usually when I walk, I listen to maybe some music or listen to something motivational on YouTube. Anything from Brian Tracy, Jack, John Maxwell, whomever. Anything that will keep me in a motivated and a positive state then I at ATS University. So now when I walk, guess who's in my ear? ATS University, and I would complete my courses. I am standing for you right now, and I'm proud to say that that small little extra effort has graduated me past the freshman courses, and now I'm a sophomore. I am telling you, With a little extra effort, there are many, many things that you can complete and have done. So, if you got that paper and you wrote down all the goals you have, no more excuses. I am challenging you. No more excuses. What little extra effort? I made two or three different changes, just two or three different changes, and I was able to see progress. No more excuses, my fellow friends and masters. You have got to find a way because there is a way. Perhaps you're not asking the right question. So again, I ask you, what little extra effort can you put forth in your daily routine to get you where you say you wanna go? Ladies and gentlemen, I am going to end with this quote. It's one of my favorite. Maxwell says, "Achievers do what others won't, and pay the price that others don't." So I ask you, what price are you willing to pay to be an achiever? You ready? If you are, then I will say, "Ready, set, go."
4: Thank you. All right, ladies and gentlemen. And she finished at 24-28.
1: write that down. Come on, y'all. Give it a round of applause. I'm your tonight. Give round a round of applause. applause. Yes, <laughs> yes. Yes, yes. OK. Two things I'm going to say and I'm going to move out the way for the peers and then feeling Susan, Adonia, you were breaking up a lot and the, oh. the thing, don't, don't don't worry, you weren't getting for it because you're not a internet provider, right? So it's okay. <laughs> it's okay. And well, I guess I'll say three things, but we understood everything, right? That is how well your oral presentation was. Okay, and this is the process. In fact, let's pause real quick, Adonia. I want you to receive that in the breaking up, we understood everything you said and enjoyed it. I know you're a perfectionist or something like what? We love, did we love it? Did wow. we love it? Yeah, come on. All right, okay, good stuff. So that's one thing, don't worry, but don't worry about Sorry. that. No one, none of you are gonna be game for that ever. This is not that platform, you understand what I'm saying? That's not something you always have control over. We're here to we're here to be dominant speakers, right? Now in the real world, you you, you got to pay attention to that, but that's not this platform. Okay, it's not this platform here. The second, well, let me see. What you all can do though is, if you're going to speak, you can use your phone to log in as the microphone. I mean, and that will stop you from having that problem. But don't worry about it, don't you? It'll be that's gonna be the last time it was mentioned, right, everybody? Right? Not your head. Good, 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 good. Mm-hmm. Second thing I wanna mention, because I'm not sure if anyone, maybe feeling Susan will point out, but she did something that has not been done before and she made me up her score a little bit. I had to I had no choice. Okay, I had no choice. She revealed her theme towards the end. It was towards the end. She did a, I don't know, a 20 minute setup. Teased it about 17 minutes in and revealed it at 22 minutes and something. I wrote it down. Yeah, 22 minutes in. She revealed. What was her theme, someone? A little interesting. Well, all right. That was her theme right there. She revealed it. At least that's what the theme that came across. So, if Grace says it, that's the thing that came across. I just want to point out, and it's the last thing I'll say for the whole night. I just want to point out that is a very different tactic. There's, there's professional words for it, but you have basically you got two ways. You can Every way we've said thus far is to speak, tell us what you're going to talk about. Boom. Get your theme up in the beginning. Everybody got me? You don't have to do that. And the reason why she didn't do that, I don't know if you did this on purpose, Adonis, but the reason, but I can tell you why she did it, wouldn't have flowed with a keynote because you were not supposed to know if she made it to 26.2 miles. Hey, Antonio. Hey, go ahead, Phil, jump in
5: there. Yeah, and she did at the beginning tell us that that was her thing, to go to the extra, a little bit of extra effort. And she even made a physical gesture with her hands to tell us that. Oh, I
1: missed it. <laughs> I missed yeah, it. Okay. So well, that's it, why we got three judges. <laughs>
5: yeah. She said, I'm going to take you on a journey, and I'm going to help you understand the power. I don't know. if these This isn't this is the verbatim. And then she even held her hand up and said a little extra effort. So she did actually do that at the well, beginning.
1: she did. Okay. Good stuff. Good stuff. Well, see, that's beautiful, right? So she did. She did it. But either way, that wouldn't have been wrong. But hold on. Stay on the mic, too. because that's actually, that's actually fantastic. Because... He caught it, right? But I didn't. I I didn't. Maybe I was funneling with my typing her introduction or something, right? Because I'm typing and listening at the same time. But that's really, really good that Phil remembered all of those details. And I don't know if y'all caught it, but while he was saying it, I don't know if y'all saw Jerome going, no, 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 he was doing the justice. He was was the hand gestures for Phil while he was talking. So I know it's true, right? (laughs) I know it's true. Fantastic. Really, really. I really... I really, I really can't wait to hear what Phil and Susan are going to say because it's going to be pretty, pretty cool. But that was a fact. I'm telling you, that was with all the, it wasn't that much breaking up. But, you know, with it happening and still we caught that, that's fantastic. That was absolutely fantastic. You see why you're the president. need to steal you from California and bring you over here <laughs> to where houses are inexpensive. <laughs> there we go. Good stuff. Good stuff. I just want to point out those two things. There was one more, but it doesn't matter. Because I like Tuesdays to be the Phil and Susan show. That being said, I'm done. Piers, let her have what you have for her.
3: Miss Adanya, you did absolutely amazing. Uh, a while ago, Antonio had us read a book called Principles. And in reading that book and understanding what principles are, In the process of you speaking, I went into my personal principles and added uh, just uh, a little extra effort every day. So thank you so much. Because as you were going through, I was like, oh, that is wonderful. So you did an amazing job, Ms. Adalia, an absolutely
2: amazing job. (laughs) Thank
4: you.
1: Ditto. There you go.
4: Go, go. Uh, I, I agree with that 100%. First of all, let me say to you, Antonio, you are not taking Adonia from California. No way. No <laughs> how. That's not going to happen. do
1: forget about that.
4: <clears throat> so, but Adonia, excellent. The truth is, is that just the way you set it up, I was thinking from the very beginning, she finished. She finished. Mm-hmm. But the good part about it is I still thought, well, maybe she didn't. Maybe maybe she got halfway through it and she reached her own personal goal and then i thought well maybe up the hill you know this is what i really thought i thought that that because this happens in a marathon not that i run ran when i've heard it that you can get and then you you uh you get a a cholly horse or something like that and then you get knocked out and blah 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 but what i learned was this and then i thought you're going to pick up from there so it was really good in, in the way of telling the story. And certainly the confidence that and how you delivered it was amazing as well. So great job. Um, I look forward to hearing from you in mm-hmm. the future. In California. Nice. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
1: Touché, sir,
6: Touché. Law? Dania 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 How are you? You look fabulous. It wasn't. Awesome, Keynote. You really had me on the edge of my seat, which I loved and valued so much. The way that you set it up, and although you always said that you're a little bit overwhelmed at times, I didn't feel that. The poise was there. It was just confidence. It just was just rolling out the way that you delivered it. And I was rooting for you in that marathon. I thought you know, maybe the bus was going to come up and they was going to try to throw you in there, but you was going to throw some blows and you was going to make it either way. But I was rooting for you. I'm like, she got to finish it. She got to finish it. But I just, see, My there letter. you go. <laughs> <My
2: letter. laughs> I, just, I loved
6: it. It was awesome. Thank you. I appreciate it. Now I know what a, a president looks like. All right. Thank you. Vaccine. Sorry about
1: that. I thought I was unmuted. Vaccine. Oh, uh, yes. Now you hold on. Yeah. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute, you know he for the blessing, okay? You know Baxi for the blessing. Whatever he about to say, it's going all the way to heaven. You know that. <laughs> okay.
6: <laughs> Go ahead, Baxi. Uh, I, I don't know about that, Antonio, but uh, the race is not given to the Swift, but to he that endure. you know? Mm. Um, I want to tell you, Andonia, I, I was really fascinated with the way you delivered, you um, I even felt physically worn the way you described how your body was was you know doing its its natural things. I've never run a marathon, uh, but when you mentioned the opposition that you were up against uh, the Kenyans, who generally win every long distance race in the world, but you gave us a little laughter, you know, when you gave us the hip movement. Uh, it looked really good on stage, and, and <laughs> it's a, that's. that's <laughs> so if, if, if that's what's going to take us higher, then you took me high. And uh, and then you brought me back to the pavement again. Thank you very much. Wonderful.
1: <laughs> good job. Good job. Good job. They laughing over here. Good job. All right. Chris, I'm going to pick on you. You, you. you put your video up. Come on. Let me hear from you. Oh, wait a minute. I don't, I don't think you got a mic. Or maybe you just got your phone muted. You could have to just have your phone muted. Not your video, oh, but your actual Can phone. Can you hear me? Yep, yeah, loud and clear. All right, cool, cool. All right, just wanted to say this. Like, I love the story of how you bred everything into place because you were showing the journey of overcoming adversity and your own kind of self doubt. Because, you know, when you're going through the journey in your own kind of life, and your journey was actually the marathon, you had the self doubt coming in, you were battling against yourself and things like that, but you persevered. Mm-hmm. And I loved how you were like uh, showing your emotions and like the steps in the process of just encouraging yourself to keep going and going and going. And those are life learning steps that we can apply to everyday life as well. So great job with uh, putting everything into place and loved it. Thank you. I was saying, let's get one more because I'm I'm sure Phil and Susan have some good meat to put on the bones. Let's see. Let's see. Now, I'm going to get somebody who don't normally talk. Let me. Brittany, can you talk? We just saw her on Facebook. I mean, on on Sunday. Hi. She looked like her profile picture. There you go. Hey, Brittany. Hi. What's up? Don't you, know hear, don't, you know everybody don't look like their profile picture, right? <laughs> she do. All right. <laughs> go ahead.
3: Um, Well, I would say that your keynote was amazing and very um encouraging. Mm-hmm. And you had such, like, great pace when you speak so um thank you for sharing your story because it was very um encouraging and like when you said that you get up in the morning and you just add the little effort the little extra effort and like listening to something motivational or just like doing your homework for the ats um, course was it spoke to me because, like, sometimes I'd be like, Oh man, like, I don't have enough time to do this or do that, but I could do it like when I'm driving, I could do it like while I'm on lunch break. So, um, that was very like helpful. So, thank you so much. Thank you, thank sure you,
1: thank you, Britney. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. We, mm-hmm. we look forward to hearing you speak. She's been doing a good job on a lot of videos, haven't she? Sure has, sure has. But there, wrote something I ran. It, you want to talk? Can he talk? He, he probably praying for somebody. It, it was this Tuesday, no Wednesday. He got Bible study. He always praying for somebody, y'all. He just he was always doing some ministry somewhere. I ran it with you in my mind with a bus with a bus at it to come pick up the I do understand. He need the bus come pick him up. You made it. He didn't. He didn't. <laughs> I am not mad at you i'm gonna come on that at the very very end phil susan have your way adonia
7: everything that was said uh by the group i completely agree with um you really i in the beginning when you started out i i love the introduction that was read um you've accomplished a lot and uh, Writing your book, and I don't really know what your book about is about, and if that's something that you can tie in to your presentation as you grow in
3: mm-hmm.
7: doing more of this. How much speaking have you done, and is this the main topic that you do?
2: Um, I speak by nature just because of my job. I uh, HR and, and trainings, which I enjoy doing. So I'm not really a practice speaker per se, but one of the, one of the things about and about me saying just that little bit of effort is, I came out as a child and literally almost decided, made the decision to end my life. And it had a lot to do with being bullied. I was always told I was too proper. It, I just never fit in. I just never fit in. I'm relatively shy. Um, and so I, I struggled, and I know that sounds like, why would somebody kill themselves for something like that? You would be surprised of, of the pain, or the things that you tell yourself, and someone says, oh, you think you're pretty, but you feel like you're ugly, or, you know, for all the things that I always got put in categories, I never knew what I and so that's everything I, I have the option of choosing is always about just trying to lift someone up, because I'm telling you, if it wasn't for people like the Les Browns of the world and the people that I had in my ear, I, I might've ended my life.
7: Wow. Well, that right there, what you just said can turn into a whole presentation. When you listen back on this and hear yourself on this, taking your book and your personal story, as you build this, this theme of this presentation is really one story, and you can build that out with what you just shared with us, and and help a lot of people. You said you spoke to youth and the juvies, juveniles. Uh, that's a great start. You being yeah. in HR all these years, um, you know that companies have meetings all throughout the year, and you, know, you can start with youth and and go on up because your theme is for everyone it's your theme is definitely for everyone um you know one thing that phil and i do are suggestions for improvement and i'll kind of start with that and then go through everything um again i like i like the introduction that was read about you and your credentials and you know i, I wanted to hear what you had to say i felt um the beginning you did i like that you said put a little effort and you gave us told us directly what that was going to be and i like that i felt a little the first 10 minutes it was a little i felt you may be a little bit nervous i felt that for you and Mm -hmm. uh, and when you look back you'll see that in that that happens especially the setting that we're in right here you're standing there you know and you're not getting the audience engagement and you know speakers Mm -hmm. feed off of the audience so that's a natural Mm -hmm. thing for this and it, it I felt the beginning was a little slow and I felt it was lengthy getting into the story because I'm like okay is this just a whole story about running or what else is there. Um, But I was on the edge of my seat starting at about 13 minutes on this running because you were lively and um, you were really into it then. And I was going right along with you at that point. So you might look back on that and see. And Phil may have some other ideas on that. Um. I really like the bus that you, you know, I'm not getting on that bus. There's no way I'm getting on that bus. And looking back at the bus, that was important to you. There's no way. And that bus, the symbolism of the bus, mm. which just kept you going, I love that. And And that you were running for the Cancer Society, right? And what you were doing to help others. Correct. You were doing something to help others. And I love, I also liked, um, you know, when you started dancing a little bit and having fun with it, even in the struggle and how that helped you. I liked that, um, you said in the close, the mountains climb dreams accomplished. I love that. And then that lives are saved with just a little effort. I mean, that right there, you can take that to all these type of nonprofits. Mm. Because, you know, part of what you were doing was helping an organization like that. So it's a speech that can be done at, at, at nonprofits and, and things like that, people that are, you know, trying to get funds for, for events and things. And you, you probably have more of that. And, you know, the America, is it the American Cancer Society? Was that it?
2: It was actually the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society. I think I did say American in there somewhere, but it uh-huh. was Leukemia and Lymphoma Society.
7: You can look online at um, when they have events and start mm. out start out with those and then move on else
2: i'm going to go off camera but i'm listening because i got to jump in my car and get to my toastmasters meeting but i'm still listening and i'm, I'm so grateful well, to say, everybody thank you
7: yes and i'll just I'll, one more thing and then i'll let phil speak uh i really liked too because your audience tonight and i really like that you tied in the audience that you're speaking to and that that can be with whatever audience that is that you talked about the ATS university and what that's done for you and that, what that means to you. And I really got a lot out of that with just a little F little extra effort on your morning routine and turning off the TV and no radio. And, and when you were walking and I just thought you are just an amazing lady to to do that, to fit that extra time in with what all you do in your life. And I was very impressed with that. And then your ending, I, I truly loved, um, you know, the with just a little extra effort and then your John Maxwell quote, and then you're ready, set, go. That was great.
2: Thank you so much, Susan.
7: All right. Thank you. I'm going to change some of my habits. My, my whole philosophy that I tell people, and I live by this every day, is inch by inch, anything's a cinch. So if I just, and by the yard, it's hard. So if you just do a little bit, a little bit, a little bit, then the next day it's easier, and the next day it's easier. And before you know it, you've accomplished what you want to accomplish. So I really related to, to all of it. hey phil it's your turn
5: all right thank you uh great job you have been uh you can tell that you really care uh your introduction was great i'd like to see it be a little bit shorter of course my favorite introduction is is if this guy's any good let's get him up here if he's not let's get this over with that's my favorite introduction but i don't even use that because the audience deserves more you know and and i like what you said i just think it could be a little bit shorter uh but i like you having your purpose at the end this is my purpose and this is why i exist here on this physical plane at this particular time in the time continuum and it's good that we know who's standing in front of us is is that's what he or she is all about um i love it It says i'm going to take you on a journey i'm going to encourage you imagine what you can accomplish with just a little bit of effort the marathon story now, maybe I'm a little prejudiced. I've run in four marathons. Now, don't get me wrong with my timing. By the time I finish, the winners have showered, eaten, and made love with their spouse. And I'm still running. So, uh, <laughs> that was me. so, so don't 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 think I'm trying to impress you. But maybe just from my own personal point of view, the marathon story could have been shortened and then embellished more at the end about what you've gotten out of whether it's ATS or whoever you're in front of, if you can tie back to getting them to relate. And that way the audience can say, hey, if she can do this, I can do this. Because that's what you're trying to accomplish. You're trying to get people to understand that you've got some information for them. And if they really makes it part of their lives and implement these ideas, they'll improve their life. And if you continue to do that, and that's what you are doing, then you'll create a critical mass behind you of people that will say, you got to get Adonia in. She just, I listened to her and I did this and I have a better life. You got to bring her into your organization. That's how you build a critical mass. Um, you, you had some humor in there and I would have liked to have you, when you hit it, you smile. Like you talked about way back when and you could have smiled and winked at us. Or when we were way in the back of the, we were in the back and I'm not going to tell you how far back and smiled and winked at us. I, I would I would smile more and come with a little bit light at heart. You got in that with the hip shake and the dancing. You, you almost transformed when you did that. It, it was like there was a new person in front of me because she's finally letting go. She's finally letting the thing happen, whether it was while you were running and heard the rock and roll bands or whether at the end when you were doing that. Um, the bus idea, you might want to say, and what's your bus? what's going on in your life that you don't want to get on that bus. And that's something that can keep you going because the little extra efforts, they could be motivated by a positive or even the little extra efforts can be motivated by a negative. Your pacing was very good. Uh, you weren't in a hurry. You were very, you were very casual in how you talk. Now I would have liked to see you. And again, I'm not right all the time because I'm just a male. Uh, I would have liked to have had you be a little bit faster, and then be a little bit slower. I, again, I, every week it seems like I mentioned this and I have to work on it too, it's called vocal variety. Because that would, keeps us guessing and keeps us engaged. Um, your enthusiasm was great, your eye contact was exceptional. Um, and again, your, your message was you can accomplish whatever you want to accomplish if you're just willing to go a little bit of extra effort. That's the, the habit of going the extra mile if we want to quote, think and grow rich. Um, Joel Weldon talks about. He'll ask his audiences, and you can use this if you quote Joel. He says, "How many of you ever been bitten by an elephant? How many of you have been by a lion? How many of you have been by a dog? Who's ever been bitten by a cat? And who's ever been stung by a bee?" See, it's the little things that get you, and you can use that as a way to talk about a lot of things in life. It's the little things <laughs> that either gets us or not gets us. So that's part of your message. Uh, when you got into the what ATS has meant to you, I would have liked to have seen less, again, less of the marathon story and more of the, okay, here's what I'm using out of real life. Because the marathon story was a setup to let us understand how important it is. And then the, when you started getting into what ATS has meant to you, you started to get into the real practical information, the stuff that, again, we could take back and use and say, you know, I can get up in the morning a little bit better, and I can make sure that I can turn my TV time into self-improvement time, and I can do this, and I can do that. And that's really the whole purpose of what you're trying to accomplish there. Um, I guess that's about it. Uh, you, 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 you're going to truly make a difference on this planet and just continue to, uh, continue to do what you're doing and then get a little bit better to yourself. Imagine with just a little bit more effort, how much more can you accomplish?
1: <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, when you wow. heard from our two
4: esteemed and
1: more than judges, we we'll would say judges. They're, they are panel experts, fantastic, poor. There's just two of them, though. But you get right? <laughs> they're pretty good. They're outstanding. I agree to everything that was said, Adonia. And I had to, you know, you you, you accidentally made me go back And be objective. I don't know. Look, I'm just pause real quick. Give me two minutes and then we'll be done. But in the office they say Vince look like a preacher getting his bio read right now. (laughs) (laughs) That background so cold. (laughs) We're like you about to get up there and preach a fire sermon. Good stuff, good stuff. No, you you did a good job. I have nothing to say but one thing that just for all of you so you can keep doing it. I had to go back and ask because I had I had a dough you're running at like a three point five and well half a point under under perfection, but half a point if I had dinged her for something. The same thing Susan said. A dinger for the beginning of her. I had Dana for the beginning of a keynote. I totally agree with Susan that it's the 10 minutes. It's about, it's about 10 and a half minutes to where she loosened up and the shoulders and the hips start moving. You know, you understand what I'm saying. And of course, you know, it's very hard to feed off of that. But that's, she forced me to pick up her score. I'm going to tell you right now, I gave her a perfect score. Okay. She forced what? me because i had to, yes yes i had to ask myself now of course i'm grading this the, the first round easy that's not a takeaway from anyone who's got a perfect score so but but and jerome's got like right under that but that's not what if she forced me and i'm going to say this i'm saying this for you speakers i had to ask myself well what's the point of a keynote is it for me to nitpick is it is it for you know all the, the stuff that we bring out? I'm like, no, the point of though is to bring across a message, right? Like that's the point of the And I'm telling you, J- Jerome probably had the very best of everyone character story. Not the whole story. Mr. Posey, I still remember his name. Probably the best stories, I mean, best character so far that was brought out. Leroy made us relate to his mother's probably the best. You've got a tie between Deanna and the way she made the whole keynote transformational. I mean, it's just been some really, really, really good stuff that has happened. But the very best. Message, story, keynote, Adonia, hands down, hands down, wow, thank you, hands down, wow, because and I'm a, I'm a t- because now, now she you know vocal variety aside all this stuff I'm not I'm not even talking about the how she quickened the voice how she didn't because she did quicken the voice some of the miles I'm talking about how from start to finish that story was told with no meat on the bones left. You know, she could, could have did all that, you know, other uh, everything Phil said, everything Susan said. I, I agree with both of them, especially what Susan said at the beginning. But I'm talking about the actual story forced me to go back and say, hey, remember you how, how you, you got everybody compared and this, 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 and that? Well, has anyone told a better story? And I had to say no. Characters, yes. Part of a story, yes. But no one has made me say you better get this van off me <laughs>
2: right
1: you get what I'm saying? good job but that's it i don't want to say nothing else just wanted to point it out and the only reason i'm pointing it out because i want you all to know that you can score high in many different ways it's teachable right every time i every time Phil susan y'all are clearly getting better from learning from other people that's clear that's very clear. Well, that's it for all I have to say. I'm the, I'm going to, I haven't told anyone I want to make a lot of enhancements, benefits and features. I'm kind of waiting to a couple of months in October to roll them out at our conference. Okay. At our conference, we're going to roll it out. Please know that the future is super bright for the Bureau of Diamond Speakers. There's a lot going on. I am, I, I'm telling y'all right now, I almost, if it wasn't, I'm working out one detail that y'all, that no one knows. Phil, Susan, tempest they don't know. I'm working out one detail because I really want you all to see the genius of Phil and Susan. I mean, they've run bureaus a long time, okay? And we we'll just call them bureaus, but they've done this long time. And I really want you to see (laughs) what's the detail. (laughs) I really want you to see some of that stuff that they're going to be doing here. I haven't even talked to them yet, but there is a detail that I haven't ironed out that has nothing. It's a a logistical detail that I want to iron out first, but please be ready to see plenty of Phil and Susan and some of your peers, that's all I'm gonna say. That's all I'm gonna say, that's all I'm gonna say. You'll see more of it coming, but please know, some of your peers will be, will have active roles in the Bureau, especially if you emcee in the conference. But I ain't talking about nothing. <laughs> I ain't talking about nothing. I ain't talking about nothing at all. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much to the Bureau of Speaking. We do appreciate you. Be on the lookout for Phil and Susan to show you how great they are on a regular basis. We love you and love you more. as course, the Phil and Susan standard. you can't plan better. You can't dominate. Thank you, everybody.
2: Thank you. Good night. Good night. Let go, here?
1: You should really be famous for every
8: tear you've ever cried, for everything that's ever happened to you, for all the abuse you've ever been through, for the divorce you've ever been through. You should absolutely be famous for that. Yeah, that's how I think. As a matter of fact, That's how most of us great motivational speakers or platform speakers, we are. I speak over 400 times a year. I command over $40,000 a keynote. $40,000 a keynote. I can make $30,000 in 30 minutes. All because my story was one of tragedy. And I've learned how to take it to one of great wealth. I want to teach you that. I want to give to you free. No risk, no charge, no credit card needed. Free 20 hours of how to get famous for telling your story. Antonio T. Smith Jr., you can't plan better, you can dominate. I'm not sure if you already know this, but you're already absolutely perfect, you're already absolutely great, and you're already living in massive abundance. The most important things that you have is not what you have, it's not what you do, it's what you know How do we take what you know and apply it to objective money making secrets and then allow you to leave the middle class? How do we take you from where you are and let you escape to where you want to go? So, how do we make all this money or take all this knowledge from the warren buffers from elon musk how do we take everything that everyone before you has done and how do we take all of that and then put it in your head so you can leave a legacy for your family my name is antonio t smith jr 32 years ago i lived in a trash can that's right from 6 to 14 i had no running water no electricity no anything and somehow i'm in the top one percent today